Hi there, and welcome to JK We're Rolling, an actual play podcast about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I am the magician master of this podcast. And what that means is uh, I'm the man in charge, y'all. What I say goes. I put the rules down and you gotta follow. I lay down the law, you gotta pick up the bricks. I don't really know how metaphors work, but you get the idea. He came up with that on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) But all that laying down of law doesn't mean anything if... There's nobody to rule over. Yes, that's right. I have to laud my rule over somebody. And those somebodies... Who might that be? ...are wonderful players, and let's meet them now. Hey, everyone. I'm Nadine Kuhn, and I play Sassly Mary Nature Spring. Sassly is an arcane sciences mage, and she wants to figure out how to fly because she accidentally created herself wings that don't. And on her journey, she also has another goal. She wants to beat up Brock Carter. (laughs) Well, goal succeeded. You (laughs) punched him in the face with a water cannon, so... Splash, splash, splash. He's definitely in the infirmary. How is he doing right now? He's in the infirmary. You you heard him. (laughs) You heard him. He had to get checked out. And his nose was already broken once. Hey, did he say... Did he say... My eyes. (laughs) My face. I think what he said was... (laughs) (laughs) and then the last thing he's like (laughs) (laughs) the rivalry continues forever and ever Uh, hi there i'm sebastian kinder and i play eric miller musician magician with a troubled past uh we're slowly starting to get to the point where people remember him that's at least something i'm not too sure about certain people remembering him maybe forgetting him I don't know, <laughs> thinking about certain parental people connected to Leela, maybe. I don't know. Wouldn't count on it. Dang it. <laughs> oh, thank God. You know, I thought he was referring to me. <laughs> you are very parental. <laughs> He's a family man after all. Oh, you guys are both family men. Oh, yeah, we are all family now. And, that, and that's what my character likes, having a family. Because, hi guys, it's me, Lucas Fischer again. And I play Jasper Casper, who is a human wizard from the non-magical world. And all that Jasper wants is, I need to get that voice up, try and find a place to belong. And I'm sure that we can help him. And if it's the last thing I'm going to do in my entire life. (laughs) Seven voice cracks per intro or you didn't do it right. Jasper is also a professor of tomorrow, which I don't think that Lucas ever says in his intro, but uh, that is the discipline that he has. And the reason why I bring that up today is because nice our disciplines are Ooh. just leave me alone. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the reason why that's important oh, he's a is master. because in our last episode, our heroes did successfully complete a class. Actually, they came in second place, which is almost as good as first. No crystal there are points. Yeah, we, we, we made Leela win because we are <laughs> The only thing that mattered was beating Wolfshield and Carter. That we That's true. I mean, possibly the fate of the world rests on you guys collecting enough crystal bearer points. But other than that, beating Wolf Shield is, is, (laughs) yeah, in first place. (laughs) But another thing that happens when we successfully complete a class is that we all get a growth point. 
Uh, thanks for saving me the I'll sound do. effect efforts because now I don't have to add them in. Um. <laughs> um, wait, for the record, do you want us to always do the sound effects just so that I know? In general, yes. And that's yeah. that's my yeah. Cat, that was me way. doing that's a cat. cat. <laughs> wow, this just sounds so realistic. Uh, <laughs> so let's go around everybody now. If you remember when we passed our last <laughs> class, Laurie's Fulivre's class, we did not get anything because our spells are getting more powerful and now cost two growth points instead Ooh. of one. But that means our spells Ooh. are are you know gonna have a little more ha cha cha cha. Yes, oomph is the word. Oomph is the technical term in our uh, player's manual. So folks, let's go around and everybody tell me tell me and the audience what your new spell is. So Safley took defenseless verständnis the caster gets an impression of what the target is currently thinking about. I think that's super interesting. So um, I know sometimes I don't roll very high, but if I have at least like an idea of the what the person might think, I can still hope someone else has a better th idea <laughs> of a better <laughs> spell. <laughs> like many of our spells, uh, this spell works differently in and out of battle. Each discipline can unlock six spells, four master skills, and four base spells. So you get quite a, a range of abilities and spells over the course of playing. I have expediated uh, how quickly you might earn some of these things for the purpose of interesting podcasting. We hope you agree. One of the ways that we get more, more oomph, more bang for our buck with these spells is that they work differently in and out of battle. So... Defenseless Verständnis out of battle will never fail. Uh, Nadine will simply, uh, Sassly, will simply roll a d20, and depending on how high she rolls, she will get more or less information. In battle, I, I believe the you have to roll a 10 in order to successfully cast the spell, but that's because it's quite powerful. It gives you foresight into what your opponent is going to do next, increasing your defense rolls, uh, until you roll a successful defense roll against somebody, and even sometimes allowing you to copy the spell that the person you are facing is preparing, giving you an automatic spell that that person might use. So quite a good spell, quite powerful. Thank you. But but one 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 serious question, Nadine. I don't think Cecily actually needs that spell. I mean, we've seen her in the cafeteria <laughs> listening to what Lilo. She's very good with said. small. She's very I good with small information. She, exactly. she can handle that very well. <laughs> and she knows how to handle it. That's, right. That's the thing. She knows exactly that she needs to find a boy with a ukulele. Uh -huh. And she also needs to be afraid and aware of Leela's father. Because he might kill Eric. So she's very useful. Cecily knows exactly what to do when important information is on the table. As long as he doesn't kill the guy with the ukulele, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> After all the stuff that happened, and given that we have a rather squishy member in our party, not looking at anyone particular, small, having wings. So, hey, what'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, Magician Master, I talked about you. Um, I thought, Hold on, uh, I want to use my new spell. And figure out what he's thinking about, Sasley. <laughs> Try it against the player, I dare you. Um, I decided to pick Gesundung now. It's, uh, as far as I think, one of the few healing spells or the only it one? It is the only healing spell that exists uh, for any discipline. 
And fun fact, I almost did not allow musician magicians to be played in our campaign. I was thinking of banning them because I think they're too powerful. That's my fault. I wrote the class. But Sebastian uh, asked me if he could play that, and I couldn't deny him because he's very charming. Aww. And you're a very kind magician master. <laughs> I think he used lead you need yeah. to influence you. <laughs> don't, don't you worry. The, the bribe cookies are coming. But yeah, uh, the spell itself is quite simple. Uh, two times a day, I can uh, restore a constitution die. Unless we are in battle, then I may do it a third time as well. That's right. But mm. that's, that's pretty much all to the spell. Yes, there, there is still a chance for failure on this spell, like all spells, but failures don't count. You can keep casting it until it works, and twice out of battle, you can do this, and if you're in a battle, you get an additional constitution that, that can be restored. So this com combined with your peanut butter, you, you guys have a maximum of now four constitution points a day that you can get restored, uh, which means I need to start beating you up way worse. That's what that means. What? <laughs> I mean, I'm looking forward to it because now we have an official medic in the team so we can go into combat more. Gesundung <laughs> now. Michael, do you want to be on the safe side? Do you want me to say it as well? <laughs> I want you to say whatever comes to your, your darling head. Hold on. I'm going to read his mind. <laughs> he wants to say Gesundung now. Wow. Did it work? He's good. It's really good. good. Well, and that with a four. I rolled a these four. These spells are not really <laughs> supposed to have real life applications. Uh, it's, it's all fake, guys. It's all fake. Uh, this is crazy. Well, I'm scared now. That these spells are actually working in real life. So, what did Jasper learn from this most recent class? That's a good question that, that should be answered in this intro. Because since you brought it up that he's a pro professor of tomorrow, well, what, what makes a professor of tomorrow a professor of tomorrow? It's learning and experiencing and developing so one of his spells came to me which was like the best to to go on with now and that is a perfect imitation which allows the character or jasper to um, instantly reproduce one spell that he has seen in the past 24 hours so um, mm -hmm. maybe if, if, there, if there's a spell from an NPC or, or maybe even Mildred that maybe I can try to... Then you can do Heb and Schweb. Then Eric has to, has to yeah, the most pull you oh. both along. <laughs> oh, I, I would love that. Wait a second. <laughs> if you're able to replicate any spell you have seen being used in the last 24 hours, you could also replicate Gesundung now. Yes, but I have to. I can only limit it to one spell per day. Yeah, but think about how long our day is. We are still in week two. That's right. <laughs> maybe, maybe Jasper will never do it because he can't decide oh, what, what spell is worth imitating. If I'm uh, um, reading it correctly, I can imitate it as often as I want on that particular day. You have to choose wisely which, uh, what, you, what you get. <laughs> yeah, it's called Hebenschweb, yeah. no, no matter of question. <laughs> ah, and both are floating away. Yeah, because because you can heal us. Yes. And then you can say, come on, Eric, everyone is holding on to each other. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that first word is written in the German spelling, not the English. So it's not, it's not perfect imitation. It My is, English yeah. is so fluent that... That's true. I'm nearly a native speaker. We have to <laughs> I face agree. It. No arguments here. No arguments here. Uh, yeah, so it's called, uh, uh, as a German would say, 
perfect imitation. Ah, it sounds so much nicer. There we are. Uh, look, the yeah, Dinglish spells are a theme. I went with that. Even if you don't like it, you're stuck with it now. So there you go, folks. Ding- nothing but Dinglish puns or honestly just Dinglish nonsense form the spells. Uh, oh, and if you don't know, because you're maybe an English person who doesn't, <laughs> a, a, an English-speaking person who doesn't know what that means, uh, Dinglish is Deutsch, English meaning Phrases that are made up of German and English smushed together, which is the only language I speak anymore. So that's why it's written in that style. Not for anyone's benefit, but mine. So, armed to the teeth with new powers and spells, our adventurers go bravely into the next leg of their mystery. And they find themselves now with a touchstone buzzing in the pocket of one sassly nature spring. She has not shared this with her comrades yet, uh, but... Haven't you? She hasn't. No, because I cut you off before she could uh, at the end of the last episode. Um, But I can't wait to find out what's going to happen next, and I don't want to wait any longer. So, without much further ado, let's begin this next episode of JK We're Rolling. Last time on JK We're Rolling, the Shieldless began their potency class with Georg Ackner. The floaty body Dampfkampf was on. Eric steered while Cecily manned the water cannon and I powered our dragon boat to the finish line. It was a long, hard battle. We encountered shelly coats, magic spells and narwhal horns along the way. Still, after sinking Brock Carter's boat, we came in second place just behind Leela, Tyler and Newton. In the last second after the class was over, Cecily got the absolute perfect shot with her water cannon to knock Brock off of his feet. We needed to head to Georg Arknall's classroom to collect a special item that we'd won. But first, we headed to the top of the castle to follow Cecily's hunch that something might be going on there. And as soon as we entered the aulery, something did happen. Cecily's touchstone started vibrating and now we all have to figure out exactly what's the buzz. So, there you are. The three of you have just entered the Owlry. You finished this class with Georg Arkanal and decided not even to check any other spaces. You wanted to go straight to the Owlry to re-inspect this area based on something that a ghost you fought earlier in the week said to you about feeling power surges in different parts of the castle. And one thing that that ghost had mentioned was that he felt Uh, a power surge high, high up in the castle. And the highest point of the castle is indeed the Owlery, which is actually filled with all sorts of birds, not just owls. Actually, fewer owls than, like, pigeons and a few ravens. You have just entered this room. You saw Matthias Hinterhauser uh, in the back with uh, his little shop set up. But as you entered the room, Sassly, you specifically felt a buzzing in your pocket. It is buzzing, guys! She takes takes the touchstone out and she holds it up in the air. Oh, okay. Where's Matthias at the moment? The the hour is a pretty big space. He's set up towards the back, like away from the stairs that you entered from and to the right. He rolled a... 14 investigation to notice that you <laughs> were holding that up. He didn't see, he didn't roll. Touchstones are not very big. They're relatively small. They're about the size of a quarter. Yeah, maybe a little bigger, but like 
he he doesn't see exactly what you have in your hand, but you yelled pretty loudly and you're holding this thing up. He knows he saw you hold something up into the air. Okay, then let me rephrase it. Shh. That's the moment where Eric grabs for the thing and gulfs with both of his hands. Don't! No, 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 no. You can't take it away. Mel just gave it to me. Let it let go. Let go. I will figure this out. Roll a, roll a post brightness, guys. <laughs> oh, we hit that point again. We've hit that point again. We've hit that point already. <laughs> it's the first minute of the episode. Uh, did you roll already? 17. I have a 20. I rolled 19 plus one. Oh, uh, <laughs> determined. You can hear the smirk on her face. Yeah, you can hear it. <laughs> Give it to me, give it, give it to me, give it to me. I think I don't want to take it away, but you should remember that whoever has the other one might be after us. So stop waving it around. I got it, I got it. Someone's very sensitive. What I actually, and she just puts it back into her pants. <laughs> what I actually want to say is, come closer, guys. You're a little closer. I can't be that loud. Um. How close do you want us to be? Mm-hmm. That is a little too close, Jasper. Oh, sorry, okay. I can go back. Okay. It is buzzing, guys. It is buzzing. The second touchstone must be here somewhere. So you mean like the matching the matching part of the touchstone? Yes. So now that we're standing here, just face outside and take a short look around. Just staying in this position. On three, we look out and back in. Totally normal. But let's bend over just to make sure no one gets this. One, two, three. And Sassley looks to the back, looks up, and looks into the middle. I didn't see anything. I also looked down, but there was nothing. Eric is slightly shaking his head. Not suspicious at all. Not suspicious at all. In general, the Owry looks basically like it did the last time you were there. Nothing seems out of place. For clarification, the touchstone is not buzzing like the way that the yellow touchstone buzzed when it was in the presence of the other one. When Yazerva was in the same room as you and it was vibrating so strong, this is a light buzzing sensation. I didn't see anything. How about you, Jasper? I saw my shoes. Did it buzz? One of them? No, but I have actually two different socks I need to change when we're back in the... Anyway, um, I, I think I have an idea. Okay. How about because... Hold on. Hmm? Wait, Eric, did you see something? You mean apart from the Owlery? Yes, exactly. That is the right attitude. Did you see something? No. Okay, Jasper, we go with your plan. My question is... Did the three of you really try to investigate when you looked out? Yeah. I'm sure, Mr. Magician Master. <laughs> Everybody roll investigation in that case. Hmm. It is a solid 14 from Jasper. 14 from Sassley. 18 from Eric. Hmm. Okay. I will say what all three of you notice is that Matthias Hinterhauser didn't just react to you yelling and shouting and... and putting your your hand up in the air when he saw that. He has continued looking at you and seems to be looking the three of you over, examining you in a way. I will say that, Eric, 
you look up in the rafters. The other two looked up, but you really took a good look around, a little bit longer. And something strikes you as odd. All of the birds here have little bands around their legs to carry messages. Mm -hmm. There is one bird that does not seem to have a message around its leg, uh, a little band for that. And that is the eagle, which was also there the last time that you visited. The eagle, for whatever reason, does not seem to be a messenger bird. Guys, just very carefully, don't look at the same time to the eagle. Would you check if he really doesn't have some, one of those message thingies around his leg? Hey, Jasper, you look Jasper first. instantly looks at it. Yeah, I wait. I wait that we're not doing it at the same time. <laughs> Very subtle. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Done? Are you done, Jasper? I, I, I also want to take a look. I also want to see it. Oh, you want to look at the eagle too? Wait, well, then let me, let me let me just look back again. Um, okay, now okay. you can. Okay. Wait, wait for a second. Give me a sign. Tap on my shoulder. Jasper is like really thinking, like you can see in his eyes that he's counting. 22, 23. Takes so long, Jasper. What takes so long? 24, and he's tapping sadly. <laughs> Sorry, I was just tap, tap, tap. Okay, I look up. I look up. I don't, I don't see a message. I don't see a message. I look down again. I look down. Eric. Right. <laughs> Jasper, roll sneak. <laughs> it's off to a great start. Ooh, it's a uh, uh, 19 minus one. Okay. You guys are sneaky enough that uh, Matthias, who's the only other one up there with you, he, he doesn't get what you're doing. He just thinks you're acting weird, but he does not get what this <laughs> all is. That's, that's because Jasper waited a second before Cecily looked. <laughs> if he would know how we behave all the time, he wouldn't think that we are weird because we behave like that all the time. <laughs> but unfortunately, he's only met you for like two minutes before, <laughs> like a week ago. <laughs> So, what do you do next? Can I... Cecily, do you... Oh, no, I just wanted yeah. to ask Michael, can I just walk around and feel where the buzzing gets, like, stronger? Yes, yes. So, you walk the circumference of this mm -hmm. room. And while she does that, she looks up and she's, like, whistling. <laughs> <laughs> you, you walk the circumference of this room and it feels kind of the same throughout the room. You don't feel any major changes. Nothing that's like noticeable to you. Everything feels the same wherever <laughs> I go. La 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 la. You get it, guys? You get it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, but we're still standing there where we left yeah. and you're just... You just hear me sing and whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Eric. If you got what I meant, just give a silent nod. <laughs> he is nodding. <laughs> <laughs> you are nodding? No, that's not. You want to need? You need a tissue? Okay, so she she walks back to the middle where they stand and like it feels the same everywhere. I wonder. I think the only way that we can figure this out is going straight towards to this guy and asking him if he has a touchstone. What do you think about it, guys? <laughs> Maybe not do that. I mean, uh, it depends on how we would attempt. 
But I wonder if he knows who the eagle belongs to. <gasps> Eric, you are so good. You wanna ask him? Why shall I ask him? He's going to forget you anyway, so you can just hey, ask Matthias, him. Hey, Matthias, do you know who the eagle belongs to? <laughs> <laughs> and he, he looks at the people and he goes, Oh, um, hey there. By the way, uh, <laughs> he like reintroduces himself. Matthias Hinterhauser, <laughs> materials, items, glory and more. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Whoa, you remembered the name of my shop. That's amazing. Yeah, we kind of do now. Yeah, we heard you're a very honest guy. And she looks to Eric and she gives him like a little nod and a wink. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. You you heard that from who? Um, Which of my friends did you talk to in Horse Shield? Oh, people talk. People talk. You're very famous down there. Do you ever go down? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I do go down. My parents are actually just here. <laughs> yeah, I think I talked to them. They said you're an honest guy. I find that unlikely. Is that... <laughs> is your mom blonde? <laughs> I remember her being so kind. And, and Jasper turns slowly to Eric. That is so uncomfortable. You don't say. <laughs> um, you know what? Roll a luck roll to find out if... If his mom was blonde... It's just a d20. Just a d20. Maybe a d20. 19. <gasps> uh, yeah, she is. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, then maybe you talk. did see her yeah, then. Yeah, I maybe you her. did see her then. Okay. I'm, I'm happy and Sassly. lucky that they had just one... Because this was... Six okay, I'm, I'm, so I'm going to start playing the game now. So, Sassly, <laughs> because this was a successful role, I will give you the option at this point to spend some influence points because I know that you want to get information out of Matthias Hinterhauser. So I will give you the option to spend some influence points. I have all eight, right? Because we slept. We didn't sleep great, but like <laughs> we had some nightmares. Yeah. But I have... but you, you have them all back and you didn't use any yet today. So. Okay. I think I would just take three. Three. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell me what you would like to do with those influence points. Why don't you flirt with him? Because I find that very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was just Hasley. She just doesn't know. <laughs> um, I think she wants to try to... Because you want to you get this information out of him. And you're okay, trying to... I persuade him. Persuade. I think that's great. Okay, so you're going to use this to persuade him. So tell me what you say to persuade him. So... Sassy goes to him and she says, It's it's a nice morning, right? It's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's a great day, for sure. You know, on days like these, my grandpa used to talk to me about old stories and about fairy tales and all of that. And every time we have a beautiful day like this, I, it reminds me of the stories that he's telling me. Do you have that in your family as well? Um, yeah, I guess you could say that we have a strong oral tradition. Yeah, totally. Yeah, he, he talked to me about so much stuff. Like last time, he talked to me about touchstones. I never heard about that before in my entire life. That was uh. so interesting. Did you ever hear about touchstones? Wow, well, I'm a purveyor of rare items and materials, and I have never heard of a touchstone before. I, I don't know what that is. Right? I, I cannot even picture it, so you never seen one? No, I, I don't. I can't say that I have, but I, that, that makes me curious. Maybe I'll look into it. Maybe that's something I should add to my collection. 
I mean, if you can add it to your collection, that would be great because if you ever have one, you should totally show me because I want to. I really want to see it. Okay. I really, I would love to see a touchdown. Well, yeah, that sounds um sounds like a good idea. Uh, I I'll I'll keep that in mind. And he he looks around. You asked him about the eagle. He doesn't seem convinced to really want to give you information yet. But with your influence points that you've spent to persuade him, he he does seem affected. He sees that you're legitimately trying to make a connection with him. And can I just continue because I wanted to ask oh, about okay. that next. I just tried to make build a thing no, and I'm get sorry. into the question. <clears throat> Please go ahead. Um, yeah, so that would be so cool if I could ever see it. I mean, yeah. we can we can totally like talk about it. I'm so curious about you know items galore. Oh, and I didn't more. know you were so interested in rare yes. items. Yeah, you should oh, we come have by totally more often. Totally a connection. Then. <laughs> <laughs> and then she leans against this little thing, and then she looks around. Cross the leg, really. lean on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, "Are you always hanging up, like uh, hanging out here, like all by yourself, and just you and and, and the owls and and the eagle, of course?" <laughs> no, I mean people do come by from time to time. Sometimes, you know, people get into all sorts of hijinks, and uh, they might need certain items or materials to help them along. I get that. I get that. And then probably they also check after their birds, right? Like the the owls, and also like. Is the eagle is the kind of a special bird, or who 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 comes here to feed it or to take care of it? He looks up at the eagle and she says, "Beautiful, huh?" Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, look, I gotta be honest with you. I uh, I got a visit earlier this week from this guy in a suit, and I'm pretty sure he was asking me all kinds of questions about you three. And I don't know. To me, you seem like pretty okay, folks. But uh, I don't. I just thought I should. I should tell you that. Why? Why is that guy so interested in you? That is so interesting. In a suit, you say, huh? Yeah, he was a guy in a suit, and he had this wand that, like, also had a baton attachment to it. Like, he looked pretty. I mean, he was the guy that was introduced at the. Uh, at that assembly earlier, Mr. Carter. I think it's Agent Carter. Do you oh. remember his name? Was it Agent Carter? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Do you know Brock Carter, his son? I don't really know that guy. Yeah, I don't really like that guy. I'm a third year, so I don't always actually talk to first years. He he's a very intense young wizard, and I sometimes wonder if a parent can be overprotective of a son, you know mm, what I mean? Mm, I think mm, it's that kind of thing. We mm. do have some problems every now and then because he's very competitive, and I have to say this, we just had this boat race, and I really smashed him, you know, with a water oh, wow. gun. Wow. Yeah, I didn't want to hurt him, it just happened, you know well, how it happened. It sounds happens, like it probably hit. Wait, you smashed him with a water cannon from Floaty Bodhi Dompcom? Yes, that was so cool. Which, which boat were you in? The dragon. Roll a, a D, mm. roll a D8. If it's a one, you can re-roll. Okay. Six. Oh, in my year, <laughs> the sixth boat was the narwhal. Oh, in my year, I was the narwhal. But, whoa, those dragon guns are no joke. Those hurt. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Mm, but, I mean, it's really cool. The narwhal is also super cool. I We also thought about it, but then we just took the dragon. You know how it happens. Anyways, mm. so he asked some questions, like what, for example? 
He just wanted to know you if I had met you three before and what we talked about. Um, and I was pretty honest. I told him that you asked me if this snake was magical. And you know, we just talked about my trade and what, you know, what I might sell. Um, nothing too, too specific. But yeah, I, he, he was pretty thorough. But I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't have a perfect memory. So it's not that I can help him. But I told him that you, you three were looking around up here. But nothing, nothing really more than that. Of course. I didn't even know if you remembered me or the name of my shop. Which, by the way, you, you, you did not. <laughs> we, of course, we remember you. You are such a cool person. We, she uh, turns around, right? I mean, that is Matthias Hinterhauser. Items galore and more, right? Yes, yes. Because they, they told us during the investigation. It, uh, what? what? <clears throat> uh, that was a bold-faced lie. Uh... Do you want to spend another influence point? <laughs> totally, another two. <laughs> two more influence points? Yes. Okay, mark mark uh, all five of these influence points that you've spent off your sheet. Mm-hmm. He's like, wow, well, since you came up and you were already saying it, I totally believe that and I appreciate that. You know, it's hard as a young entrepreneurial spirit to make things happen for yourself in this school. It's hard to totally. stand out. I mean, maybe you don't know what I'm talking about, but sometimes no, it almost not. feels like nobody can, you know, like stand out here and make an impression. But I do my best by having a free and adventurous spirit and bringing the things I find on my adventures and free spiritedness and selling them here and trading them to people like you. So, wait, what was the question? The eagle. You wanted to tell me about the eagle. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> I I don't see it ever leaving or going anywhere, and I do spend a lot of time up here, but I did see a couple times uh, somebody come up and change uh, its feed bag and kind of check on it, and that was actually Ross Ehrenmann. Mm. Yeah, that will fit. I mean, he's probably a very nice caretaker of an of an eagle right i mean um everybody can roll me world lore this is kind of checking your personal history but we're gonna call it world lore uh seven one <laughs> natural 20 oh you you could have led with that <laughs> <laughs> eric there was a small statue of an eagle on ross Ehrenmann's desk nah you recall i didn't <laughs> hmm Right. If, and you, I promise that's there if you go back and listen to the episode where you were in his office. <laughs> we trust you. Does the eagle move every now and then? But it's a real eagle that we see, right? Up it's there. a real eagle, for sure, yes. But he never goes away, so he stays there. Uh, yeah, he's, he's just a real e eagle, and he seems to hang out there. Obviously, if Ross Ehrenmann's coming and changing his feeding pouch, then he is a eagle that needs food. So the eagle is connected to the eagle in Ross Ehrenmann's office. Just wonder if we feel the buzzing through the eagle... And actually, the buzzing would be the most intense in his office. Did someone at any point uh, tell us what the buzzing is actually referring to? Or that there maybe are like, you know, pieces of magic used of that touchstone left? Or does it have to be the actual touchstone nearby? From what you know and from what Yazadva told you, it, it it's only going to react to another touchstone. Mm -hmm. Not even like the enchantment that it's attached to even if that is like like when you're near your door you don't your touchstone doesn't buzz 
It just reacts to the other touchstones that way, to the other touchstone or stones in the case of the blue touchstone. Like he looks up to that eagle. It's like, yeah, now that you... Right. Uh, do you guys remember the statue in his office? No. I remember the foundation stone. The foundation stone was there. That is true. Yeah, that as well. But uh, Mr. Irmal actually has an eagle statue in his office. Uh, that would make sense. Where was it? On his desk? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I think I think it was on the desk. Was it close to the foundation stone? Uh, no, not not really. The room's not that big, but it's not any closer than the rest of his desk is, especially to the foundation stone. Well, not not really closer than any other things. Why do you ask? Then I really don't remember. But I think he has a feeling for eagles. He might he might just like these animals. Kind of appreciate that they have majestic wings. Wow, you guys know a lot of stuff about like high-level magic stuff for first years. I mean, as a lover of magical items, I have looked into the Foundation Stone because I've been in Ross Ehrenmann's office myself before, but for flooding one of the toilets. But I have to say I didn't learn about that or study it until a much higher level. Definitely not in my second week of school. You guys are, first of all, kudos and congrats. Second of all... Thank you, thank you. Absolutely. Um... I feel like you're on the level, and I think that that agent is jumping at nothing. So I just want to say that maybe don't throw around that foundation stone stuff all over the place because it would it strikes me as strange uh, that you already seem to know stuff about it. Hey, that's so cool that you know so much. You know, I've been always curious about stuff like that. Like, as I as I told you, my grandpa told me a lot of stories, touchstones and yeah. um, foundation yeah. stone. And since we, we've been in his office because of an interrogation situation, you know how these happen every I now and then. I do know then. how that happens, yeah. Right, yeah. right. We did well. not flush yeah. the toilet, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and then, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we saw that stone and we were so curious about it and we, we didn't want to bother people to ask about it. So if you know anything about foundation stones, I mean, you are already so smart about all those creative and magical items. If you want to share that knowledge, I would be grateful and thankful as my colleagues over there, right? Fellow friends. Yeah. Well, I just, I got to tell you up front before you spend any more time on this angle um, that I, I don't know anything more about it than what is openly available from the library, that it seems to have some sort of aura or radius that protects the school from uh, creatures that get their magic from a source in the uh, shadow realm, as some people call it, um, that... That's as much as I have kind of been able to figure out. And there's some schematics and guesses as to what that aura or range might be, how big it might be. But the nature of the Foundation Stone is something that is largely not written about uh, in the common era. And I have to tell you that I requested to study that Foundation Stone one time and Ross Ehrenman said no way and i didn't push it any further you know because you don't push that guy <laughs> right right am i right what, what, goes to high five eric yeah. am i right yeah he he gets a high five well he never gives us a high five i will try that later too 
Uh, you're leaning. You're Says leaning. Love. <laughs> <laughs> We're standing in front of him, looking at him. <laughs> and he's looking right back at you. So, do you guys want an item or a material today? Um, I think we will come back. I, I think we will come back because, sure. I mean, you are so cool and your, your stuff is also very magical and we will come back we we will come back yeah. i mean the, the right guys yeah yeah pretty much you know if you run into any interesting materials or creatures or stuff that might drop interesting materials do be sure to let me know we'll keep that in mind and sasley copies his finger movement because he was like so movie with yeah. his fingers and she's like we will do that i think that's important for the audience at home to know is that i do dance a little bit when i play matthias hinterhauser uh, he does do little motions with his body when he talks. I have a question. When we went yes. up to go to the Alry, did we pass Ross Ehrmann's office? You did not. Good. So we couldn't couldn't have felt a bus when we passed the office. Because you didn't. True. Yes. Because we didn't pass. So <laughs> I would like to pass his office. Sure. On the way back. What do you think, guys? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, we can surely give that a try. Because I wonder if there's some kind of a connection between the the eagle and the, I don't know, the eagle statue or something that there's some connection. That's the reason why we felt it a little bit everywhere the same. Mm -hmm. we, we just have to keep in mind that it could be quite dangerous to try sneaking around Ross Ehrenmann's office. But we're not sneaking, we're just passing it. Oh, yeah, I, I get what you say. Mm -hmm. The afternoon is wearing on, by the way. It is starting to get later. You do need to make it to Wolfshield today. Given the time that's passing, I think we should start to head to Wolfshield. And passing Ross Ehrenmann's office on the way, right? If we can manage that. Easily. Sure. Easily. Perfect. Cool. All right. Thank you, Matthias. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. See you in the future. Hey, see you in the future times as well. Because if you're there, then so will I be. And we are, we are on our way downwards. And then, like on the on the top of the stairs, have a great time. Jasper is like turning turning around again, looking at Matthias. I have one question: Do we have a permit for selling stuff here? Hey, you know the old saying: better to ask for forgiveness than permission. And he does the little point dance at you. And Cecily oh. comes right back up, and she's like, "Hey, hey, hey! Does the finger dance too? That is correct. Jasper, come on, let's go down. <laughs> Don't make him angry." Oh, he's clever. Cecily, were you gonna try to high five Matthias? Oh yes. She okay. goes back. <laughs> roll, roll spryness. Roll spryness. You're trying to do it fast. Oh, a net twenty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Not only do Whoa. you high five him in the moment, you spontaneously do one of those cool forward back fist bump high fives without even like talking about it. <gasps> oh my gosh, guys, he's so cool. He's so cool. He's really cool. Thank me later for making you that moment. On the way down, Jasper is writing down what Matthias just said. Better to ask for forgiveness than for permission. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so you three can very easily pass by. Um, you have to get off on the third floor, but you get off on the third floor to go to Gross Ehrenmann's office. You pass by, you walk around outside the door, but you don't feel anything uh, sassily. No buzzing or anything. No buzzing. No buzzing. I don't get it. Ugh. I'm not too surprised by that. What did you think the buzzing was up there? Hmm. 
Maybe it's even further up? But he said it's the highest point. Well, we were in the Owlery. There's still the top of the Owlery, isn't it? Okay. Oh, you think we have to we have to climb on the ceiling? Just to describe it, the Owlery has these like high, high rafters. Mm-hmm. And there there is a roof over the whole thing. It's not like open above. Mm-hmm. You could have said that when we were up there, Eric. Anyways, let's go to Wolf Shield. Okay, so you three head outside. A question. Answer. As you head outside, do you take the route that takes you past like the the front of the castle, um, which would be towards the stables and around? That would be the direct way to Wolf Shield, or do you take the long way around the back? I think the direct one. Sure. I think that would make the most sense. Forget that I even asked it. Maybe I'll edit that out. But you so, did ask. So but I did ask, just in case, just in case. Uh-huh. There's, just in there, case. There's different stuff happening around the castle right now. So you do notice a different agent of Monarch. Uh, you can clearly tell he's an agent of Monarch. He is just identically to Carter. He is doing something with the large rune stones at the bridge. He seems to be placing some sort of enchantment there. Roll deafness. 14. Four. Three. (laughs) With a plus two bonus. Okay. (laughs) Means I rolled one. (laughs) Oh, then you have to say it's a natural one. Uh, <laughs> Natural. Oh my God, Eric! Can you do magic anymore? You don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, not not anymore. <laughs> the the whole Owlery talk with Matthias has has brought him down to a very non magical level. <laughs> no fantastic rules there, Sassley. You are sure that he's doing some kind of enchantment there, but you you don't know the nature of that enchantment. So you see that from a distance, but you continue to walk around past the stables, past the hedge maze, to Wolf Shield. And actually, first, everybody roll me investigation. Oh, and that one. 16. That one, 16. <laughs> 12. 16 will do it, though. But Jasper, you're the only one who sees this, because the way that these old battlements, but they're... I should have known the technical term, but basically these towers, they're separate from the rest of the castle, but they're kind of the same height. These old kind of barracks um, that have now been converted into the fancy, fancy dorms that they are. And you can see the front of Horse Shield from Wolf Shield. They're kind of in a semicircle around the back of the castle. So you can just barely have a line of sight from one door to the other before it dips out of sight behind the other side of the castle. Mm -hmm. What you notice, Jasper, are three figures walking out of horse shield together. And you recognize all three of them. You see Star Newsong, who is the matron of horse shield, talking to what you now figure out to be Franklin and Donna McCool, Flip's parents. They are still on campus, and uh, they seem to be in conversation with Star. Nothing too serious. From what you can tell, you're pretty far away. But it seems like they're just kind of out, you know, maybe she's chaperoning them or, you know, giving them someone to talk to. You know, they're just on campus. Guys, guys, do you see, do you see all the way back there? It's the, it's the McCools. They're still here. Oh. They are? 
You see all along the back? I think that's them, yeah. Together with, is it Miss Newsong? Yeah, that's Da Newsong. I wonder what she's up to. Mm. Well, maybe leading them around? I don't know. What's she leading them around? It's not the time to visit the castle. It's the time to figure out where their son is. find that very suspicious. Very suspicious. Maybe, maybe Flip got into horse shield after all. But he wanted to be in wolf shield. That's a shame. No. No. But, but the parents told that he wanted to be in horse shield, right? Yeah, but remember, Flip is gone. He's gone like this other student. And the only thing that's that was left from that student was Perma Snow. And did we ever see Perma Snow anywhere else? No, well, well, I don't know if we ever saw like Perma Snow, but you know, the only the only time we saw snow at, at all was. Do you remember when we went to the Urbaum? Right. And then we met we met her or she, someone we met. Yeah. And then she brought us to that strange place that was all snowy and more like a winter, the winter wonderland. Right. And then poof, we were back. Yes. But we had this middle stop where it was snowing. Mm hmm. I wonder if that was perma snow. Well, I, I don't know, but that is the only time I can do any kind of connection with snow. So maybe it's something we can ask. Maybe someone or we can we can try and find out for ourselves. Hmm. But Philip did not turn into perma snow. That is that was just Harris Twilber. Maybe if we if we find out what happened to one of them, maybe we can figure out if there's any connection to the other one. So maybe if we find out some. Something. Maybe it helps the other one as well. Eric, what do you think? That I'm slightly confused. And I'm not sure if you're maybe overthinking things. But maybe I'm just not overthinking things thoughtfully enough. And remember, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than for permission. Right. Okay, so do we ask? <laughs> should we ask the McCool something? Yes. He shouldn't have said that. He shouldn't have said that. That is so good. New philosophy. That is such a good philosophy. Changing your 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 motto. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Jasper is like, because he, he is so excited that he spotted them. He's like raving around. And it's like that moment when you think that the area around you is like super loud and noisy, that you have to really raise your voice to, to stand out. <laughs> And he feels like he has to be super loud, but in fact, he actually is easy to 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 be heard. And he's like, Mr. and Mrs. McCool! And he's like waving his arms all around. Sam's so like, oh. <laughs> uh, there are a total of four other students in like random spots around doing nothing. Um <laughs> we'll say there's like there's no wolf shielders out, but there's there's two bear shielders and two wolf shielders like out in the gardens or in the quad. <laughs> Just give you a look. And you do see that the three figures in the distance that you are calling out to turn to look at you. Uh and you head over to them. <laughs> We're following. We're following. I'm running. That was such a good idea, Jasper. Come on, Eric. Uh, I'm, I'm so curious what you're gonna ask them. I'm curious as well. I'm not even sure if he knows something. <laughs> So the three of you jog over, and um, Star New Song is the first to recognize you because she actually knows who you are. The other two have actually never officially met you. Oh, hey, Shieldless. Hey there. Hey, come on over. Come on over. Oh, at this point, I should say the name Franklin came to us from our patron, Hannah's Panda. 
just proof that if you are a patron, you can say literally anything and I will listen to you and try to honor that. Uh, she wanted to hear from a character named Franklin, so... <laughs> If she had that in mind, but Franklin uh, is the name of her father. Oh, oh, that's so funny. Great. Well, now it's the name of Flip's father. Hello, Franklin. <laughs> I hope Hannah's panda isn't missing as well. Whew, that <laughs> 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 um, so that, that came to us through our Patreon and shout out to Hannah's panda for that name. So Star New Song introduces you to uh, these two parents, and she says, uh, Franklin, Donna, uh, these are the Shieldless. This is uh, Sassley and Jasper and Aaron. She doesn't finish the name. And uh, <laughs> these three are wonderful students who have just been a joy already this week. She's just like, she's only taught you like half of a class before. Uh, what a joy they are to have on campus. And I actually do need to grade some papers. Um, do you three think you could uh, entertain the McCools for one second? Uh, um, I think, yeah. <laughs> Where's she going? Very suspicious, very suspicious. Going out of our way. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Thank you so much. Uh, you two, if you need anything, I will be in my office. You know where to find me. <laughs> you just let me know. And you're seeing a bit of this side of her, this like, you know, she's always on. She's always people pleasing. She's super suspicious. I can't wait for her lesson. And she says, great. Thanks, Shieldless. I'll see you in class tomorrow. Uh? Yeah, if it doesn't purr my snow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> if it doesn't purr my sun. <laughs> and then she walks away. <laughs> oh, that didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> what is up with today's episode? I wonder if the three of us, like, turn around silently and just stare at the at the McCools and then we're like so <laughs> um <laughs> you are left alone with the McCools who are having a very bad week in fact you can imagine that being there for parent visiting day was probably pretty difficult for them and uh they've got rings under the eyes I appreciate that they came to parent visiting day. I mean, that's not why they're there, but they happen to be there. <laughs> the son is not even there anymore. Not why course. they're there. Imagine like 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 the teacher who 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 set it up. He he forgot like oh no. Um, like last week they went yeah our son is missing and then he's like sending out the letters. Hey, you wanna be here on on oh, parent no. visiting day? Yeah, I mean maybe they were home for this letter to come there, or maybe they were already traveling to Neudrachenberg when these letters were sent out. Who knows how well they've even been checking their mail as they search for their kid. Franklin kind of steps forward and mumbles, uh, Oh, hello there. Um, it's, it's nice to meet you three. Uh, you, you don't have to stick around and take care of us. We're perfectly fine on our own to walk around the campus and enjoy the gardens. Everyone here has been really, really uh, wonderful. And Jasper is looking directly into his eyes and he's like bursting out. I think we are the last one who met your son. Says this like gulp. Franklin kind of snaps his head up and looks at you, and uh, his wife Donna steps forward and says, "Oh, I, I think I do remember. Uh, the agents said they were going to talk to the, the people who had last seen him for any any clues or hints. And and thank you so much. I can't tell you how much we we appreciate you you helping this investigation." Nothing is more important to us than, than finding Flip. And if you ever think of anything, we're 
happy to talk to you. And uh, that's what she says to you now. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and uh, Frank, Franklin's nodding along. Um, of course, you know, we trust Ross Ehrenman, uh, director Ehrenman, sorry, and uh, the agents who are doing their best. Uh, and of course, the I, I, it, it's truly a blessing to have the council uh, of the Accords directly involved. Uh, that's quite rare, so we know that we are in capable hands. And um, I guess you have plenty of resources to talk to if you think of anything. Well, I need to ask this because I, as a player, don't know what what they actually know. Um, the thing is, Mr. and Mrs. McCool, we think, or what we were told, that the way we met Flip is not the way you actually talk about Flip. Well, for one for one instance, he told us, or, or the Flip that we met, he told us that he wanted to be in Wolf Shield really bad. But then we found out later by by some of the investigators that you told them that he al- always wanted to be in Horse Shields. It's interesting that you say that, because the councilwoman, Karengar, who's been a, really an angel to us, I think that she's really sincerely tried to take care of us. And uh, this is Donna speaking. Uh, and I I remember that a couple days ago, she, or maybe it was, a, it's hard to keep track, but I, I, I think she, she did come to us and reviewed some things that we'd already told her several times. And I, I know that that's one of the things that she asked about. So if you told her that, it seems that she's checking into it, but I find it very odd that he would change his mind like that at the last second. But I don't know. Young people want to reinvent themselves when they start somewhere new. And of course, Flip was going to school quite far from home. So maybe he was looking to make a big splash. Talking about looking... How long has he been wearing glasses? Um, our son doesn't wear glasses. Uh, that was never really his style. Well, he tried that style at least when he was sitting in the car with us. Maybe he... I don't know what to make heads or tails of that. But the weirdest thing of all is that they said Flip was late. Yeah, he was. He was even later than us and we were late. Actually, what... what... What, what we wanted to know, oh, I, I'm asking you, if I can, I'm sorry, I, I don't want to, to cross any boundaries. What what was the way you brought Flip to, to like the train station? Yeah, well, actually, I, I dropped him off myself. We both did. Yeah, we were both there. And he wasn't late at all. No, we're quite certain that we dropped him off on time. A good 20 minutes early. Yes, we might have held on to him a little too long, maybe kissed him a few extra times. That's true, but what I have to say, I, uh, there's no way he would have been actually late for this train. Now, he was very specific. He wanted to go to the Dunkin' Donuts himself and and enter by himself, and we let him do that. So I didn't see him actually on the train platform, but there's no way he would have been late. The last time you saw him was in Dunkin' Donuts. Is that Dunkin correct? Dunkin' Donuts, Dunkin' Donuts, Cecily. Yes, he was talking to the manager of, of the Dunkin' Donuts or whoever, and uh, we, we waved to him goodbye. And to be honest, I, I, my, my, I was crying as, as he left. I'm a sentimental man. Yeah, and, and I was... Did you see him taking the Fanta? No, we actually missed that moment. We... Just looked away for, I don't know, we had tears in our eyes and we were hugging each other. And when we looked back, 
the boy was just gone. I didn't know it was going to go so fast. I mean, it was like in a blink. It's the no cherry cherry lady. The guy, the guy that told us to get the drink. He's the last one who actually saw Flip. I'm, I'm more or less talking to Cecily and Eric only. Mm-hmm. What do we know about that guy? I found him quite unfriendly. He was not very welcoming. He was coming from, from, the, from the room in the back. He wasn't at the counter the first time we, we, we arrived there. So maybe he was doing something in the mm-hmm. back. Because he captured Flip in the back. Hmm. He captured him and he just taped his mouth so that he couldn't talk. And he had like a rope around him so that he couldn't move. And it was yes, like, yes, yes, and, and he's turning to, to the parents and like smiling. He's probably fine. He's probably oh, fine. We really hope so. If he didn't end up being Burma's, no. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But yeah, that is good. I think I'm I'm glad that at least Flip got to meet some nice students before whatever ordeal he's going through now. I'm sure it can't be nice. Who did he meet? Ah, certainly. But after the whole the whole impression that Jasper got from this little talk, he actually uh, steps a little closer to them and looks into their eyes, and he's like, "Well, I think my friends and I were." Really trying to help you in, in any way we can. It sounds like you're trying to comfort them, Jasper. Yes, I because I, I Jasper saw the pain that that they are having inside whilst talking, so he wants to kind of reassure or comforting in any way he can, and that seems the best way to do so. Since this talk has gone the way it's gone so far, I will do another rare thing. And I will offer you again the option to spend in influence points to, since you're, you're making eye contact with them, you're directly trying to comfort them. Would you like to spend some influence points? Mm, since it's already after afternoon, um, yeah, um, maybe how about three? Three influence points? Yes, please. So, uh, look, it's been nice talking to you three, and they look like they're tired. They look like they got tired. They probably get tired from conversations really quickly right now. Mm-hmm. You know, talking to you young people, actually, it's so strange. We've been here living probably where our own son would have lived if he was here. But this whole week, we barely spoke to any people our son's age. And it's actually been so nice to talk to you. Um, you know. I've obviously been thinking about my son a lot, and uh, what I have from him now that gives me comfort is uh, this. And he holds up his wrist, and on his wrist is a watch. It is a blue and red watch with a Spider-Man hand on the inside, and there's a little button on the side, and he pushes it, and it says in a Spider-Man voice, everybody gets one. And he just has this this trinket from his son on him. And he says, I know it's really silly, but this has given me some comfort in these past few days. Everybody gets one, right? So maybe Flip will get one too. <laughs> and uh, that looks like that was about as much as he could handle talking about. And uh, his wife, Donna, who kept it a little bit more together during this talk, kind of leads Franklin away and they 
head off towards the garden, which yes is kind of in the direction you also need to go, but they head a little more, <laughs> a little further in. <laughs> he doesn't even hear it. <laughs> like the only you thing that he the whole movement, has left. No, sorry, but I didn't say that. He holds up. He holds up flips. The only thing he has left is like he holds. He holds up his wrist, and I was like. Oh, <laughs> oh my god but i was like oh i get it oh I get okay it. okay so the the mood is lightened yes. up again a little bit of bloodshed everything is fine and time is moving forward uh the day is getting late Ooh, okay we we have to get something on the way to to the wolf shield uh common room um jasper teared up a little bit after what what the father said and he's like Guys, we need to find out what what what's up with this with this guy from the Dunkin' Donuts because he is working together with the school. So he actually knows someone, or actually maybe the teachers know something about him that we can find out. Maybe there's something we can try and track down. So you three get to the front of Wolf Shield. Now Wolf Shield unlike the front of Bear Shield, which is this beautiful you know, the garden kind of leads up to the entrance of Bear Shield. It's beautiful. It's magically sustained. Some of the vines even move a little bit. But, you know, you know that that, that dormitory is all about feng shui. It's all about a good feeling and, you know, good smells. Just a pleasant atmosphere. The front of Wolf Shield uh, is pretty bare on the outside, and there's a gravel pathway that leads to the door. And on the center of the door is a knocker with a wolf head. I suppose I'm going to knock. Do the honor. Okay, Eric knocks this wolf knocker to the door, but instead of the sound of a knock like you would expect, it's almost like the sound is redirected out of the mouth of the wolf, and it goes, grr. <laughs> now I got where Brock Carter and his friends got this idea for their better cry. <laughs> but it doesn't seem like any sound actually emanates. So... It seems like maybe you need to do something to activate this door opening. Oh, maybe you have to do R as well. R? It's just a grr. <laughs> Every time you do it, grr. Grr. Okay, guys, do you have any idea what I need to do? Apart from knocking the door and wondering what's up here? I don't know. What about this spell that you have? Do you have the spell that, like, finds keys to things? Don't you guys have that? Yeah, we do, but I would be surprised if they're always, like, hiding their keys. Cannot a key also be, like, a password or something like that? Oh, so you want, you want, you want the, the wolf to be a mahalo? I don't, I just want the wolf to open. That's what I want. Oh. So I just think you should try it. I can do move the lufta and just bang at the door as long no, as no, I, no, I no. have to. Just by gets out this one. opens it, but I just that spell. Points it towards the, the, the little... Handle with a wolf. Via Mahalo. And it's a two. <laughs> oh. What? Did you need a three? Um, yes. yes, I think. But do you have a bonus to. Well, what is it? Deafness. Well, it's. It's deafness. Oh, oh, it's not. It's it's actual. I rolled a three. I rolled a three, but I, I went minus one. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, so you rolled a three. You successfully <laughs> barely cast Wehe Mahalo, one of the spells that's supposed to always work. You do manage to cast it, and you see that your lips begin to glow. Mm -hmm. You need to say something to open this door. 
just what I thought before, but now it's even more clear. Okay. Jasper is standing in front of this handle and he's like trying to, to make a very, you know, angry face. Wolf shit, wolf shit, wolf shit. Uh, uh, uh. Jingle was wolf shit, wolf shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it together. I think it's kind of fun. One, two, three. What? Wolf shit, wolf shit. <laughs> As you say wolf shield, wolf shield, your lips glow bright gold. And then nothing happens. <laughs> you're just saying wolf shield, wolf shield, girl. Nothing happens, but you're wolf shield, wolf shield. You're, you're, it's like, as you say this, it's, it's, the words are illuminating out of your mouth. These are, this is the key. <laughs> oh, oh, so we, oh, and then I knock again. Then I knock again. Maybe one more wolf shield? <laughs> Wolf shield, wolf shield, wolf shield, maybe? Well, that is very egocentric. How can someone just praise themselves? Like because, that? no, 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 no. I think I have to go wolf shield, wolf shield, and, and then do one more. Yes, ah. you do it. So, God. so Jasper's the one who realizes it. <laughs> and he says, ah. wolf shield, wolf shield, and then knocks the knocker, and the knocker goes, grr. Wolf shield, wolf shield, he knocks it, grr. And when you do it twice, the door swings open by itself. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you enter the wolf shield. JK, we roll in each magic out of control. Start running, each coming. Our magician master is Michael Moore. Sassly Mary Nature Spring is Nadine Kuhn. Jasper Casper is Lucas Fisher. Eric Miller is Sebastian Kinder. Theme music by Aaron Richards. Additional music by Ethan Anderson. Our cover art is by Pascal Genie. Hello there! You maybe could tell that I cut today's episode a little short. Yes, that's right. We actually recorded longer, but... I tell you this, so much will happen in Wolf Shield that it deserved its own episode, and that is coming in two weeks' time. In the meantime, make sure to find us on our social media on Instagram and Facebook. I've done some reorganizing of the Patreon this past week, so that should make it easier to find old posts, find our music player, and hey, maybe even find yourself along the way. So check that out if you're a patron, and if you aren't, think about helping us out and keeping this bad boy running. I've lowered our goal to start creating a second patron-only after-episode chat that would basically release on our off weeks directly to our Patreon, where we would talk a little bit more about the campaign, what's going on so far, and chat about kind of whatever we like, take questions from our patrons. It used to be at a 25 patron goal we have lowered it now when we hit 20 patrons we will start making that available to patrons at all levels so we're very close to that so tell your friends to support us what you haven't told your friends even to listen to us yet well there's no better time than the present to let them know about your small independent magic-minded podcast and we appreciate it so much that's it for me folks so until next time, keep your head brain sharp and your wand at the ready.
as about three young wizards who attend the most prestigious high school in all of Germany. Hey, my name is Michael Moore and I am your Masterus Magicius, or as I say, Magician Master. And what I do is I am going to to tell you a story of a of a of a blooming of a blooming life of three wonderful human beings <laughs> talking about three young wonderful beings let's say hello to them let's meet them wait and then, and then it's like, like and then we're like who i play Cecily. who wait i said that last week hi my <laughs> hello i i am nadine Kuhn and i play <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's me again, Lucas Fisher, and I play Jasper Casper. And as we all know, all Jasper wants is try to find a place to belong. Then should we begin up? Well, that makes me the last. Hi, guys. It's me, Sebastian Kinder, and I play Eric Miller, a magician musician with a troubled past. It's very uh, on. Uh, Michael, send the link. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry.